enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about dogs and the way that so many of them love to have a purpose. When they can't do their jobs, they get antsy and their humans need to find them something new to do, a new way to contribute. We have lots of stories about working dogs in our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Dogs. And I'm going to share two of them today about dogs who were so committed to doing good that their humans had to make sure they could keep going to work every day. For Tracy Beckerman, that meant finding something for her dog Monty to do during the pandemic. Monty, despite some early bad behavior during his puppy and teenage years, had become a therapy dog after Tracy had gone through the very difficult process of training him, which meant that she had to act like the alpha dog and mean it. But it worked, and Monty loved being a therapy dog. His favorite thing in the world was to have his belly scratched, and there were many people willing to do that for him all day. Tracy says, We visited children battling cancer, seniors with dementia, and even worked the airports when flights were delayed or canceled and passengers needed a way to blow off some steam. On the job, he was the center of attention. Monty loved going to work. But then the COVID-19 pandemic struck, and Monty the therapy dog had nowhere to go. No job, no morning walks with his dog friends, no chasing a ball in the local dog park. Tracy says, soon I got the feeling that he was more depressed about the isolation than my husband and I were, and I realized I needed to do something to stimulate him or risk the chance that he would start snacking on our underwear again. Tracy asked her husband if he would pretend to need therapy. He reluctantly agreed, and Tracy put her plan into action. She put Monty in his official vest and bandana and clipped his badge to his collar. Then she put on her official sweatshirt and badge and slung her therapy backpack, which held the dog certification papers and some dog biscuits over her shoulder. Monty perked up and struck his therapy dog's dance. Then she took him outside, closed the door, and knocked on it. The dog sat next to her and waited patiently. Hello, she shouted as she opened the door and stepped in. We're here for your therapy visit. Up here, yelled her husband from the top of the stairs. Tracy said, Monty, therapy, and they walked up the stairs. Tracy's husband lay on the floor pretending to be in pain. Monty lay down next to him and rested his chin on her husband's leg. Good job, Monty, Tracy said, and good job to you too, honey. You really look like you're in pain. I really am in pain, her husband said as he massaged his leg. I tripped over the dog's toy and slammed my shin into the coffee table. Well, you did it for a good cause, Tracy replied. See how happy he is? Jack Byron shares a story about his brother's retired police dog. His brother had retired from the police force and moved to a house that had a very small yard. And his dog Rambo needed space and also someone who could devote some time to him. So that's how Jack wound up with Rambo, an out-of-work police dog who very much wanted to work. Jack was working part-time as an activity director at a skilled nursing facility while also attending art school, so he had the free time to spend with Rambo. And Jack could tell that Rambo was doing okay, even though he missed Jack's brother, except that 
one thing was still missing, and that was having a purpose. Jack says, It seemed to me that this situation was similar to one I faced at the nursing facility. No activity could compensate for the previous lives of purpose the residents had enjoyed. That's when Jack decided to take Rambo to work. He says, Bringing a dog into work was not anything novel. Dogs had visited before, but those were little dogs. Rambo, an enormous dog, was another matter. I counted on Rambo's excellent demeanor, always quiet, to help. And he was, after all, a highly trained professional. I knew all his commands, and he had gotten to the point where he obeyed me the same as he did my brother. So off they went to work one morning. There were quite a few nervous glances at this big dog, but Jack took care of that. He appealed to the elderly residents' need to be of use themselves. He explained to them that Rambo was a gentle, hardworking police dog, a big breed called a Bouvier de Flandre. Rambo needed some new friends. And voila, Rambo found a new purpose visiting the elderly residents, and the elderly residents found a new purpose helping Rambo in his retirement. It was one retired dog and a bunch of retired humans, all helping each other. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Let your friends and family know about it. If you have family members who are new to podcasts, show them how to get the podcast on their phones or computers. They can also scroll back to listen to past episodes and subscribe to have future episodes automatically delivered to their devices. And if you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Dogs, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there. And you can also pick up a copy wherever you like to get your books, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Kroger, Meyer, BJ's, and Amazon. And come back for our next episode to hear more stories about the magic of dogs and the way they can heal our families and teach us all how to play again. Mm -hmm.